Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch for you? Where the hey. brothers gonna be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was gonna do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy, happy Wednesday. It is August 16th, 2023. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Good morning, Telly. Good morning, Denise. Boy, you sound you? you sound a lot better than you did on Monday. Yeah, it's called... I just went to go see Beyonce again. So now I, I'm telling y'all, when you breathe the air of greatness, like this is how I was after I left the Drake concert. I was just floating. And so I was on assignment, i.e. Uh, working in Atlanta for another client. And truth be told, not making this up. And this is actually, Telly, this is this is a good story. So let me just say this really quickly. Wait, DT, before it, you get into your story, we have a special guest, someone filling in for Benjamin. We got to give a shout out to brother uh, DJ Brother Z. Good morning, DJ Brother Z. I know this is early for you. Yeah, I like just went to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, you cut me off to do that because he's already he's gone. King Zach Alex is not. But, uh, but, but go ahead, go uh, ahead, Telly. Since you want to cut a sister off, go ahead and introduce. I mean, him. before sleep. you he's, got deep into your story, like we're doing intros, <laughs> you want to say hi to people, right? Mm-mm, go ahead, you didn't cut me off. I only want to tell a story now. Okay, see, hey, hey, uh, uh, Zach, if you if you get a uh, chance, uh, if you get a chance, <laughs> uh, look up the word diva. Okay, look up the word diva. Why is there a picture of DT? <laughs> oh, we got jokes. Oh, just want to so say hi funny. to. Just want to say hi, DT. Come on now. All right, now go no, ahead. I'm through. Uh-huh, you through? Go ahead. You, you through got with it. your story? Yep. Okay. Hey, Auntie. <laughs> Thank you, hey, Zach. Hey, Boo. How are you? See, that's how. That's how you greet. See, Telly, you don't cut. Ooh, I really need you and my dad to have a have a one on one. You you really really need to be educated. You did what, <laughs> brother? Are you are you you got a death wish? See, Telly only does this because I'm not physically in the studio, but that's okay because I'll be back in the studio Thursday and Friday. So you just really oh, really good. made truth telling hits with Telly this Friday. It's, oh, it's gonna man. be as Benjamin would say, amazing. But yes, King Zach Alex. How are you this morning? How, what, what kind of week are you having? What's what's going on? 
I'm tired. Uh, I got a DJ uh, basketball tournament today at Washington Park, so I'll be doing that. But other than that, you know, just trying to stay booked and busy. I love it. Now, basketball games now have official, like, because you're official. They have official DJs. That's dope. Oh, yeah. And speaking this- of basketball games and DJs, uh, it is official. The Bucks offered me to come back for this season and to be a concourse DJ. Beow, so beow, let's get beow, it. Beow. What? That's what's up there. That's that is what great is going. That's awesome. Thank you. Congratulations, King Zach Alex. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. Look, Truth Nation, I love how everybody in my life is winning. And when your friends and family members are winning, that means you're next. That means you're on deck. So I love it. I love that Mel is going to be the official sideline reporter. I love the fact that you just got hired for another season with the Bucks. That's awesome. Congrats. Let's go. Let's do it. Thank you. Telly, what are you what are you doing? I'm the one on deck. Yeah, Telly. <laughs> I'm the one on deck. <laughs> right. Just like you, what DT. You doing? Every- Mr. Cut- Mr. Cutoff? Hey, everybody around me getting blessed. I'm just waiting on my turn. <laughs> it's coming. Say that. Wait. It's coming. Um, in all seriousness, so this is what I was going to share. It was just a quick reminder that before you make a decision, whatever higher power you believe in or you know pray to or just consider – do it because a client had saw me speak at another event and they invited me to come and speak to their young women's high school basketball team in Tucker, Georgia. And so uh, long story short, they didn't have as most, you know, schools, they don't have, you know, enough, uh, enough funding to match what I would typically charge for a speaking engagement of that capacity. And because it was these beautiful young black girls and they needed a boost, I was like, we're good. Like, I'll be there. I'm already in Atlanta for another client. And I prayed about it because one thing that entrepreneurs we cannot do is allow people to take advantage of our products or service with hook me up or give me a discount. How am I going to eat if I'm giving everybody a discount? So anywho, I prayed about it and I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll come. And the next day, I have Beyonce tickets in my inbox. And I thought, wow, you know, sometimes it's, it's not about, you know, getting some type of monetary compensation. It's about being obedient and doing the right thing that the higher power instructs you to do or puts, you, puts in your heart to do. And you will be rewarded. And it may not even necessarily got to be about in the form of Beyonce tickets, but just knowing that you're pouring into someone else and you're being obedient. And the young ladies, and shout out to all the Lady Tigers at Tucker High School in Tucker, Georgia, were so receptive of a message. They gave me a standing ovation. They asked me to come back. They want me to also speak to the men's, the young men's high school basketball team, which I'm more than glad to do. But here's the thing. Again, I just want to remind us as human beings, it, it's sometimes we get caught up in all these leaders who are glorified, who are being indicted and making you know really unhealthy decisions as leaders, especially those that are elected officials. Always, always try to do the right thing. So that, that's my, I guess that's my truth of the matter early, but it does pay off. 
but just always try to do the right thing and help out your fellow human being. That's it. Yeah. That's my spiel. I'm done. No, that's I that's a, that. that's a that's a that's a good spiel because I second that. And when you do things without expecting anything in return, that's when mm-hmm. things manifest for you tenfold. And that's just not some, you know, mumbo jumbo that you heard back in the day. It is real. And uh, that is that is good to know because it's not just, oh, my gosh, you know, DT is so lucky and she knows these many people and and she constantly gets hooked up here and hooked up there. It's, it's not about that. It's, it's sowing good seeds and reaping the benefits of sowing good seeds. Yes, that's it right there. You you truly reap what you sow, good or bad. So I just wanted to share that story because, you know, I, I like you said, I wasn't expecting anything. I made the decision after I prayed about it. And I just want to highlight that there are way more good people than there are not. And again, shout out to the young girls, the young ladies, I should say. The, and these were all actually all the female athletes at Tucker High School. And Telly, I'm going to post this on my Instagram, but the the head coach of the basketball team, the ladies basketball team, she posted on her Instagram and she screenshotted a text that she had received. And it says, hey, coach, who was the speaker y'all had today? That woman is powerful. Jamie recorded her watch. No, Jamie recorded her watch and had me listen when I picked her up. This lady had me in tears. Some Also, thank you for allowing Jamie to attend. She enjoyed it. That's all I need, man. When I read that, that's yeah. it, Telly. That's yeah. all I needed. That, that's what that's makes all I you want to go back. Yeah, that's yeah. priceless. Yeah, exactly. That's, so. that's the that's that's the uh, that's the fee right there. Just knowing that you have had an impact on at least one young person's life, and uh, and it sounds like you had an effect on more than just one person. So, kudos to you. And uh, you told us how. You got the tickets. Now you got to tell us how it was. Uh, it was it. I, I I did go to your IG. It looked like you were having a really good time. Uh, but yes, please tell us the second time around. I know it probably wasn't like the first, but I'm sure it was just as good though. No, you're right. It wasn't like the first Renaissance performance I saw in Wales. And Beyonce again, she just gets better and better and better. She's not human, Telly. That's all I can say. Like her wardrobe, everything, the visuals, it it was completely different. Same concept, but it was completely different. She even had a different set. And what I love the most, Telly, is that her daughter, Blue Ivy, is part of the performance. And when she came out, the entire Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which is the stadium in Atlanta, just went bananas. I mean, they just went. I mean, you're talking like 20,000 people just going crazy when Blue Ivy came out on the stage, and she did a wonderful job. So it was good for me to see. I had no intentions of seeing Beyonce again on this tour, and the fact that I did again in Atlanta, she added another show yesterday because there was so much demand for her. I can't wait to see the numbers when they come out in terms of how much her tour generated in terms of money and revenue. I, I am confident it will definitely be well over the billion. Wow. It's just a matter of how much, how many billions, because Beyonce is crushing it. She's crushing it as part of the Renaissance tour. So shout out to her. And I'm again, Telly. I'm just glad that I was able to breathe. Get me some <laughs> Beyonce breath. 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, DJ Brother Z was on the floor at the Drake concert along with both of us, and he just whispered in my ear, "Man, it'd be great to see Drake twice." I don't know, uh, uh, Zach. Keep it, you know, keep the faith. You never know. I mean, Drake did say that he loved Milwaukee and he plans on coming mm-hmm. back. Uh, you know, it would be crazy, like if. The Raptors are playing the Bucks, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna do a halftime show," and like, and you're gonna be in the building, so you might get that chance. I mean, Denise never thought she was gonna I see hope. Beyonce twice. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously. In the same summer, and by I the had, way. <laughs> man, I mean, this has been like the DT concert series. So yeah, King Zach, and you know that's the thing, Telly. I'm glad that you are bringing this up because another thing that we have to do is be mindful of our power, which is our mindset. There, you know, I'm a, I've said this before on the show. I am such a huge advocate of manifestation. And that has everything to do with your thoughts, you know, what you write down. Some people have what they call a grateful journey, or excuse me, grateful journal, where they just write every day what they're grateful for, focusing on what they do have versus what they don't have. And it, it's, it's powerful. Um, so there's a lot going on, Telly. I know you got some great topics today. <laughs> there's another brawl. So if y'all have not heard about this, there's been another brawl, and I mean a huge oh, brawl at one of our very highly regarded, distinguished HBCUs. When we come back, we're going to talk more about that. Also, <laughs> Drake, speaking of Drake, he's he's out there again, y'all. You know he's on tour, and he's taking pictures with fans. And in one particular picture, we're going to talk about, um, it kind of gives me, it reminds me of Chris Brown vibes. Like when Chris was taking pictures with fans and making them look like <laughs> they were his boo. Oh, um, also, President, <laughs> President Biden visited Milwaukee today. We're going to talk about how we felt, where he went, what he said, what resonated to us. And finally, Telly, on my topics, I definitely want to get into this indictment that's taking place in Fulton County, Georgia, and the presiding judge, who again is a black woman, and the treatment that she's been getting from the public. So all of that and more, we're going to have a great show. We're going to make it a great hump day Wednesday for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Truth Be Told with DT Atelli on the award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth. We will be back. Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Let me see you go back. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told with DT and Telly. Happy, happy Wednesday. We hope you are having an amazing, incredible week. You most certainly deserve it. If you're just tuning in, we were just you know, talking about the power of reciprocity, being good to others and good things will happen to you. Uh, speaking of being good to others, Telly, I heard your boy was in the building yesterday. 
46. <laughs> 46. 46 was in Milwaukee yesterday to discuss or provide an update regarding Bidenomics. That's right. We we had Reaganomics and now we have Bidenomics. He came yesterday morning, he did a tour at and I, if I'm saying this wrong, y'all bear with me. Inga Team Incorporated. I, I think so you're right. Inga Team. I think it's Inga Team. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's and how they say, were saying it's a it on the local. News. Yeah. And they, okay. Good. Okay. Because I was like, and Inga Team is a renewable energy company, where again Biden had a tour, and he made some remarks. Other politicians that were there and spoke before President Biden included Milwaukee Mayor Kevlar Johnson, U.S. Representative Gwen Moore, U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin, and Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. And again, during the address, President Biden took, you know, some jabs at the Republicans. And uh, it was interesting because he did not say anything negative or I think really anything at all about former President Donald Trump. He, he was asked, of course, Telly, about the indictments and the criminal charges. And President Biden's secretary, who was there, White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre, who we all know is a black woman. And she said, because we don't talk about ongoing criminal investigations, we've been very clear. What the president believes is that he's a president for folks who live in the blue states, the red states, He's going to rural America, urban America, and he's going to talk about issues, end quote. What are your thoughts, Telly? Uh, talked a little bit about it uh, yesterday, the timing of it, uh, knowing that the Republican presidential debates will be taking place here in Milwaukee on the 23rd, now seven days away. Um, I I thought it was very strategic. I also thought it was the unofficial launch of his election camp re-election campaign. Um I just looking at the video and him being here, it seemed to be all positive. Um uh he also announced that each uh Maui resident that was affected by the fires will receive up to $700 of aid per household. Uh, so he was able to, uh, I guess, make some news or noise from that standpoint, but to come and tell us about the, uh, uh, inflation reduction act and how well it's going, uh, you can kind of miss me with that. Although I will say Bailey Coleman, who filled in for you yesterday, did bring up a really good point and, a lot of times and oftentimes we do forget about some of the good things Joe Biden has been able to do because there are so many other things that he hasn't done. But uh, overall, I thought it was the unofficial uh, launch of his reelection and just trying to energize or, or make sure that his base still is with him, so to speak. I, I just, for me, as far as I'm concerned, I don't in particular want to use my vote for either person. 
you know, and I know they were talking about this on Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks about how we've become a society of voters that vote for the quote unquote lesser of two evils. Yeah. And I'm just I don't I don't like having to choose any evil, especially when it comes to who's going to lead this country. Denise, with, with saying so, that, with saying that, though, it, it, let it's, me finish. Telling okay, you. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go What'd ahead. You eat? I'm sorry. What'd you eat for breakfast? Don't ever eat that again. Cut logs. Yeah. No, you, you ate cut, cut Denise off cereal. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, I, I, I'm not comfortable with who we have as potential leaders of this country, especially based on the current issues. And I, I will say this, and it's just the reality. I, for me, I really think we need to revisit the age threshold, both, you know, here's the minimum age and here's the maximum age. Because at the age of, you know, 47, I'm already thinking about retirement. I, you know, I'm thinking 50, between 50 and 55, I'm going to be doing some shifting. And that's just because I've been working for me since I was 14. Now, as far as being the president of the United States, I wouldn't want to be the president of the United States past, I would say, realistically, 70. For, for me, that's just to me, that would be the cap. Like after that, you know, go, go enjoy life. It's just for me, it's, it's uncomfortable to know that it's either going to be former President Trump or existing President Joe Biden. And they're both over the age of 75. And it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot to run a country and be at that age. Right. And I don't consider that ageism. I, it's, it's realism. Why is it that Social Security and other professions, you retire at 65 or it depends on how many years of service you have, if you have 30 years or whatever the case may be. But when it comes to presidents, uh, Joe Biden is, is a career politician. Like you said, if you've been in the game 30, 40, 50 years, at some point you got to say, all right, I've done my due service it's time for me to let someone else get in there. But to go back to something you said with you not wanting to give your vote to either candidate, that's where I think as black people we fall into this gray area because for so long we've been told about all the sacrifices that were made to give us the power and freedom to vote. And if we don't exercise it, we are kind of, I won't say, I won't say spitting on our ancestors' graves, but kind of saying, all right, your work was all in vain because the two candidates that we have to choose from, we don't want to choose from. So in order to feel like we're validating or honoring our ancestors, we just have to cast a vote. And it does end up being the lesser of two evils. But what is your say on that when some of the older people may say, well, you know, people died for you to vote and now you're saying you're not even going to exercise it? Yeah, people died for me to vote. And I do. I, I actually do agree with 
because of that, you should definitely exercise your vote. However, in this situation, which is an exception, not the rule, I, I don't, even without knowing for sure, I don't feel as though our ancestors would want us to use our, vo our vote as a voice to support two individuals that have truly never had relatable experiences to the existing issues, i.e. poverty, i.e. access to health care, i.e. climate control, our earth is changing. It, neither Biden or, you know, that's why we have to stop just regarding older white men as the only people that can lead a business or lead a country. And, and that, I don't think my ancestors died for us to be in a position now where we keep doing the same thing and expecting different results with regards to our vote. I don't, and, and seriously, I, I have never ever once in my life felt so uncomfortable about who's going to get my vote in this upcoming election, never. This is the first time I've been like, I don't know who to vote for. I don't, I don't in particular think Biden or Trump are capable of effectively leading and inspiring and influencing this country the way that it needs to be right now mm -hmm. because they haven't had the experience. I would, I would so appreciate, and I'm not just saying this because I'm black and former President Obama is black, but at least Obama, he's had a trajectory of experiences. He's come from humble beginnings. He knows what it's like to be a part of a blended family. You know, he had, he, he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And he worked his way up. And to become the first black president, you know, you really, you really got to bring it in terms of your education, your professional background. That's, that's what I'm looking for in a president, a president who truly knows what it's like to be an American Good. versus someone who, and when I say that, I don't, I don't want people to be like, well, so you're saying that people who are wealthy or politicians don't know what it's like? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if the American dream is access to home ownership, it's access to quality education, public education, healthcare, technology, when have those individuals ever experienced that type of hardship? When? Yeah. I'll wait. <clears throat> you got one, you know, one who's got, so it's just, it's too much. We do not, and Telly, I'll be quiet after I say this. We do not have the same standards for white male leaders and hold them accountable the same way that we do women and or people of color. And that's a fact, because if if President Barack Obama did just a little millennial percentage of everything that Biden and Trump have gotten away with, man, he would have been impeached, indicted, locked up, key thrown away five times ago. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up, Truth Nation, on the True Talking text line, 833-212-1017. Madi agrees with you. Madi says, facts, sister, facts. <laughs> that, thanks, Madi. Thank you, Madi. <laughs> but you know what, Tilly? We can't be mad at them because we, we vote for them. Yeah, we vote for them. And if you we really you look at the two candidates – uh, you brought up a great point. What, how have they, how has either candidate 
assuming that Biden will be the Democratic candidate and Trump will be the Republican candidate or nominee. That's what everything, all signs are pointing towards. They haven't said anything about moving this country forward. And if Trump gets back in, his main goal will be to uh, um, uh uh, not impeach himself to uh, pardon himself out of all these doggone indictments that he has. And it will be kind of a redemption uh, um, office that he would take. It would be like the first time he was there, his main goal was to uh, roll back everything president Obama did. And he tried to do that in the first 30 days. And this time if he were to get in, it would be all about getting back at the people that tried to indict him. I think that is why people are so afraid to speak up against him because they're thinking, shoot, he messed around and won the first time. What if he wins again? He'll remember that I didn't support him or he didn't. And uh, to me, a lot of them well, are that's just afraid. He's very, he's very, he, he's intentionally intimidating. He has a very similar LBJ, President Lyndon B. Johnson approach. Like, it's not, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. Yeah. And if you don't do this, I'll make your life very uncomfortable. I mean, that's, that's Trump. He's very intimidating. He's that, you know, I don't, I don't know if, if many people know this. I didn't know this until, I don't know, for some reason I Googled it or maybe somebody brought it up to me. President Trump is almost what? He's 6'5", 6'4"? He's a tall, big man. Uh, I, I want to like, yeah, I think he's like six three, six four. Yeah, he's he's a tall guy. Yeah, he's, and, yeah, he's a tall, intimidating. He's not like a little, you know. So I'm just saying, just his presence alone, combined with his arrogance, his conceitedness, and and look, let me just, you could you could be like you coming for Trump or you're attacking him. First of all, I'm not. I'm I'm literally telling you, if you look up the word arrogant or conceited, it is what it is. He, yeah. he demonstrates, and I and I'm not saying that President Biden is just a fresh glass of cold lemonade because you know there's been <laughs> stories about how he speaks. <laughs> that was so random. How he speaks to his staff, um, and you know yells and curses. So, look, at the end of the day, we cannot be mad at President Biden or President Trump. Yeah, we, we gotta hold there. ourselves accountable because we are as Americans, we are voting for people who are representing a vast variety of people and they have had no experience, yeah. none, zero. Yeah. And that's where we got to stop taking a, this easy approach of saying, oh, I'm voting for the lesser of two evils. How about vote for no evil? How about make sure that we're holding our political parties accountable to building a pipeline of credible and ready leaders? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like companies, how they invest, you know, they'll, they'll put their employees through a, you know, either an accelerated or some type of ongoing leadership development program. And I know there are, I know that the U.S. Capitol and there's other programs, but we, we got to do better yeah. right now. We don't have any, that's that, like Biden's going to be the democratic presidential candidate. That's a fact. We all know that. There's no, if anybody was going to be running against him, they would have came out by now. Yeah, that's true. And people are texting DT on the True Talking text line. Dwayne says, good morning, Denise Thomas. Your communication was effective this morning. I agree. Also, Prince chimes in. Prince says, if you're not going to put your name on the ballot, you have three choices. Vote for Dem, vote Republican, or just don't vote. So, 
Uh, There's going to be a lot of people. I think they're not going to vote this election, this upcoming election. Yeah. I really, I'm, I'm just based on conversations, Telly, and it, it hurts my heart. But at the, at the end of that, on the opposite side, I totally understand. I get it. I understand. It's yeah. not like it doesn't make sense when somebody says, I'm not voting this. Pre now, again, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a huge advocate of using your right to vote. It is your right. And again, a number of us know firsthand from ancestors the stories of what our ancestors went through so that we could vote, along with the Voting Rights Act bill that was signed under the LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson administration. However, before you are quick to judge somebody for saying they don't want to vote, lean in and understand why. And if you can, further educate, support, but don't just be like, well, what you mean you ain't? Because I, I, can, I can understand, I can empathize why somebody's position is that based on who we have on the ballot yeah. coming up in the presidential election. Yeah, yeah. And coming up on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, we will continue this conversation on the other side of the break. Let us know what your thoughts are about these candidates and do you feel pressured to exercise that vote because of what your ancestors have gone through? You listen to the Truth Be Told with DT and Telly more after the break truth be told with dt and telly returns after this on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017thetruth.com more of truth be told with dt and telly is next on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017thetruth.com It sure is. If you love jazz and are looking for a fun event to soak up the last moments of summer, join the Truth Street team at the Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival this Saturday, August 19th in Kenosha at Celebration Park. The gates open at noon and it will be a day filled with great music, food, and Grammy Award winning guitarist Norman Brown will be performing live at 7.30. While you're there, Come over to our Truth Tent to win some free Truth swag. It's only right. We hope to see you at the Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival located right on Kenosha's beautiful lakefront this Saturday from noon until 8 p.m. The Truth Street team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They are here for every you. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. I posed the question before we went to break. Do you feel pressure to exercise your vote even though you may not agree or want to support either candidate? Spike Lee, DT, hit us up on the Truth Talking text line and said the only problem with that, they're trying everything to stop us from voting now, making up new rules and laws for us not to vote. So now we're volunteering not to vote. Make it make sense. I, I cannot disagree with that. I totally understand the message from that text. <sighs> I mean, this is this is actually a big deal because, yes. again, black people traditionally in this country have either been I'm voting Democrat or I'm not voting at all. And now you have 
certain black people that are saying, I'm just going to vote for Trump because I don't really feel what Biden was doing. So I'll just vote for the other person just because I don't like President Biden as a president and what he's done or didn't do. And that's what makes me nervous. And to Prince, is it, was it Prince George? Yes. To his point, now you've got efforts of where because people are very familiar with the power of the black vote, especially black women, because of the black vote, black women vote the highest percentage. And because of the increase of our power in terms of our awareness and really focusing more on being a community where we're having our own grocery stores and our own banks, et cetera, and reclaiming our wealth. Cause that's ultimately what's making these type of white people nervous is that black people in this country, it ain't, it's never, it, it ain't about getting wealth. Okay. We, we built this country. Our ancestors built this country. This country was based on capitalism. And when the Boston tea party took place and, and, at the time, the colonizers declared independence from the British government, worked with French, the French government, and said, hey, we need some slaves. Oh, I, I know somebody in Africa. Okay, let's make it happen. So it's never been about black people not having wealth. But this is the time where you see more and more black people reclaiming, generating, focusing and that makes certain white people very nervous because that totally defeats the purpose of why we were brought to this country to begin with. And it was not, it was most definitely not about being powerful in the sense of population, wealth, and health. And see, we're defying that. And it's making, again, certain powerful people and or certain white people very nervous. That's why every time you look up, it's like, oh, did you just say that? You need to apologize. See, that's what you call a distraction. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it messes up with our minds if we allow it. Now, I don't allow it because I'll just tell you this right now. This is my truth be told. As a black woman, and again, as I've said before, being a black woman in this country, it's like being black twice. If you think that you're going to question me when I talk about my experiences with different races and my experiences, both healthy and unhealthy, but especially when I am giving you sound examples of how day after day after day I have experienced discrimination, I have experienced disrespect, and then you have the audacity when the blood is on your hands, and again, I know that's a trigger, but you gotta really understand that statement. And you want me to apologize? And you want me to explain? Come on, man. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the more and more that our population of, of, of people get educated and demonstrate power, it intimidates certain people to the point where they're saying, remove race, remove slavery from U.S. history. It helped black people. You need to apologize. What did you mean when you said that? Really? I'm apologizing? Yeah. Okay. Bet. Well, <laughs> well, Truth Nation DT has a lot to say about this. And before we go back to the text from Grant and Al and Madi, we have Chris on the line. Chris, you are on with Truth Be. To you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? 
Um, actually, it's Mike. Um, but, oh, um, sorry, Mike. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so, um, I always hear people say what our ancestors went through to get us to vote. And I, I wonder if people know the history of, like, or do they look into, like, our ancestors didn't really know what they was fighting for as far as the vote. You know, like, till to, to, to today, still today, we in a, we think that we, our vote matters. And I'm 45, and I hate to say it, I ain't seen not one time that our vote mattered. Like, it was 44 presidents before Obama. And... They was all European. And you want to tell me that our vote matters? I just I just think that we use that as an excuse. Or we, we just say, you know what our ancestors went through to fight to get us to be able to vote? But look at the system. Come on now, we can't be naive and not pay attention to the system that's been going on for years, 400-something-plus years. I don't understand how we don't see that it don't matter <clears throat> Our vote don't count. It don't matter. Yeah. Well, okay, Chris, is it? Is, no, it's, it's Chris, Mike. Right? It's Mike. It's Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike, let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you two well, questions. Well, he's he's gone now, uh, oh. DT. Okay. Well, I would be curious to know if Mike truly does know what our ancestors went through to vote, because it sounds as though I don't. It, it sounds as though there may be an opportunity to further. Talk about that, Mike. Yeah, yeah. But I also understand, uh, like, the frustration and feeling like, okay, has my vote really mattered? Over the last uh, however many presidential elections I've been allowed to vote, has my vote really mattered that much? Because I know back in 2016, uh, Denise, I was torn I wasn't sold on Hillary, and I thought Donald Trump was a clown, and he was just doing something just because he has money and nothing else to do. So I was torn. Um, I mean, I still ended up voting, but it wasn't because I felt like, ooh, I want to support this candidate or because this is the right thing to do or other black people are doing it. I didn't do it because of those reasons, but I do understand that if we are in the position that we're in now and the 2024 election, I feel somewhat the same vibes of 2016. It's that that I do hold the right to vote, but if I'm not feeling either one of them, I mean, I, I think I have the right to exercise to not vote as well if that's what I choose but here's, to do. But here's the situation, though. We keep t- – we keep – okay, my opinion. Stop asking whether or not your vote counts. It's important, first of all – first of all, you got to remember, the president is not chosen by a national popular vote. Right. You've got the electoral college vote. That's a whole other conversation. But first of all, understand how votes are awarded on the basis of individual votes per state for, for you know the entire country. But I'll say this. We need to stop asking whether or not our vote counts. We need to start holding whoever we vote for accountable. Right. That's just like Telly. Let's just like go back to April 3rd when they made the announcement that you and I were going to co-host the morning show for the truth, right? Uh-huh. That that was let's just pretend that was our we were voted. We were we were elected to be the co-host of the best morning show in Milwaukee. 
stay with me on this. Now, if after that announcement, all the media that we did, if on the very first day of going live on April the 3rd, just like the first day of you know holding office in January, what if we just came on the show, didn't have any charisma, no personality, nobody was tuning in, people would be like, writing, calling in to, to Kyle and to Cherie and Good Karma Brands leadership overall and saying, what is going on? Y'all got the worst co-host. It is painful to listen to them. I can't be a listener of the truth and y'all got the worst radio personalities. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. We, it's called so accountability. Getting in, <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying. You can't be, you, you are asking the wrong question. Yes, you should vote. But the power of the vote is not just do to do. I'm gonna go to the pallet. I'm gonna go to the poll and oh look, let me put my sticker on my shirt. Let me take an Instagram picture. I voted. That's yeah. the easy part. Yeah. The most important part is holding, because you best believe Cherie, Kyle, and anybody who's listening, you best believe your employers hiring you. That ain't nothing. You so you, you interviewed good. You campaigned good. You, you, you talk a good game. You know how to look good in the interview. You got hired. Congrats. Now it's time for you to do what we hired you to do. Mm-hmm. And, and the, your employer is going to hold you responsible. Good Karma Brands is going to hold you and I responsible, Telly. And so we have to get back to holding our elected officials accountable. Yeah. And that's where, that's where the power really starts. So don't, don't tell me I ain't going to vote. Bro, sis, that's the easy part. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a check in the box. Yeah. No. The accountability is where we got to go. Yeah, because when we have to stop looking at our elected politicians as celebrities and people you can't touch and people mm-hmm. you can't talk to because these are the people that are making decisions that are going to affect your life and exactly. your everyday moves and how you and 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 how you purchase things and how you just go about life and so if, if it's like like you said it all looks cool it all looks like you're doing your your duty as a citizen you went to vote and you got the sticker and everything but if things are going on in your district your community your state that you don't like only thing you want to do is sit back and complain about it. Besides, write your local politician, write your local mayor if you don't like things going on because they were soliciting you to get your vote. Man. So why can't you say anything after they get your vote? It's like after and you and my thing is, especially if you're a professional and you know what it's like to be held accountable at work, performance reviews, you know, new goals and objectives. We got to hit this mark. You, we should be doing the same thing. For, and that's why I said this new sales tax increase, I said it before, I'll say it again, Telly. I'm going to give this city about six months and I'm going to do a little check-in and be like, okay, where are we? And I mean six months of when the sales tax increase takes place in January of next year. Yeah. Where are we with this? Yeah. That's what we got to do. We we definitely have to do that. Truth Nation, hit us up. We have a really good conversation going this morning. 833-212-1017. Al has chimed in. Al says, I don't feel pressure. I feel a responsibility for the greater good outside myself in that scenario i want to break that down but let's break it down on the other side of the break you're listening to truth be told with dt and telly don't touch that dial truth be told with dt and telly will be right back on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017 the truth.com